0: This episode of Priority One Podcast is sponsored in part by Geek Nation Tours for helping us provide live coverage of the 2015 Star Trek Las Vegas convention. This episode is also brought to you by Mizugai. We thank him and all our other patrons for their monthly support. message from Starfleet coming in on secure channel. Admirals, you're listening to episode 241 of Priority One Podcast, the premier Star Trek Online podcast, recorded live on Thursday, September 24th 2015, and available for download or streaming on Monday, September 28th at PriorityOnePodcast.com I'm Kenna, and in the recording studio is our audio engineer Winters. Hello! After a grueling first few weeks back on the show, we've decided to give Mark a bit of shore leave, so in his absence, we've kidnapped Tony from our sister production, guard frequency to help out in this week's episode.
1: I'm
2: back! Temporarily.
0: Tony, why don't you tell us what's coming up in this episode?
2: Well, first up, we're checking back in with Elijah for the last of our Star Trek Las Vegas convention coverage. He's interviewing Michael Westmore, the renowned Star Trek makeup artist, now a mentor on the reality TV show Face Off. In Star Trek Online news, after a few weeks of what some players might call a content drought, we've been inundated with several juicy new tidbits. We're looking at more new content that'll be coming with the release of Season 11. We're also checking out the new Tier C Six Hestia Advanced Escort and how you can get involved in the design of the next big ship in the pipeline and as always before we wrap things up we'll open hailing frequencies for your incoming messages
0: speaking of hailing frequencies it's great to receive all your messages so chat with us during our live stream on Thursday nights at PriorityOnePodcast.com forward slash live or answer our community questions you can comment on our website priority1podcast.com join the discussion on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash priority1 or follow us on Twitter at STO Priority 1.
2: Did you know that this podcast isn't all we've been up to? Be sure to keep an eye on PriorityOnePodcast.com for the latest in Trek-themed news and reviews, and Star Trek Online videos made especially by our team. And exclusively on our Facebook page, every month we'll be publishing a new comic following the adventures of the USS Prioritas.
0: Thanks again to all our Patreon supporters, old and new, that make this show possible from week to week. Because of your support, the servers stay on, the power keeps flowing, and the team keeps producing. Help us improve the show by considering a financial contribution via... Via our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash priority one and
2: now let's head back to Vegas one last time with Elijah and Michael Westmore I don't
0: know then let's drink it out
3: well joining us on priority one podcast is Emmy award-winning and the very talented the legendary Mr. Michael Westmore, oh, thank, you. thank you so right. much again for, for joining us here on Priority One Podcast. Uh, it, it's great to have you. Thank you. Uh, so, so, you know, let's ask. Let's first talk about Face Off and and your involvement with Face Off. Mm-hmm. How, how has that been for you over the last few years?
4: Well, it's been wonderful because I thought I life was going to slow down for me, and with Face Off, and I'm now I started off as as one of the guest judges, and now I'm the mentor to all the contestants. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I literally deal with all of them every week on their sculptures and how they're going to paint it and right. how they're going to finish everything up right. and try to advise them what i think works and what doesn't work because right. a lot of times they're all new in the business so a lot right. of things that when they try something i can see that it's a mistake other people have done so mm-hmm. i try to mm-hmm. steer them away from that but it's it's been a wonderful experience
3: you're, you're mentoring these these newcomers and it's it's an interesting point that you catch them making similar mistakes and so how how do they react to you? I mean are they... uh, Perfect. Yeah? Perfect.
4: Well you know uh, I would say there's a very few that have gone and said well you know I'm going to do what I want to do. Well usually those get put off pretty quick when they yeah, go out because yeah. I mean actors have to breathe they have mm-hmm. to be able to see they have to be able to hear mm-hmm. there's so many things that need to be looked into not to lock your big sculpture in a mold that you can't open mm-hmm. and and ruin everything so uh, it's just I'm advising them with things mistakes that I made right, right and, uh, and passing on
3: that wisdom Yeah,
4: and if they don't want to listen usually um you know they don't last long.
3: You know what's interesting about the show is that it is the time constraint. How much time they have to create these creatures, these these beautiful works yeah. of art. How does how do you how does that equate to your experience on Star Trek because oh, I've heard I, stories about how i would, was over I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. No. 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 no.
4: With 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 they, they do it in about 21 hours. Yeah. They okay. create their whole head and put their costumes okay, and everything. The work they do There is a certain roughness to it um, with a lot of them. A few of them are able to accomplish it in time, ones that have more experience. But we have to overlook that when you, you know, in a final judging because we know they don't have a lot of time. On Star Trek, I had a lot of time constraints, but if it was a great big giant full head, there's no way we could turn it out because we had to put more detail and everything into them. So we actually used a different clay. But it's a clay that would take three times longer to model with. Than the very the water clay that face off contestants use. Right,
3: right, right, right. Now it's interesting. I I, uh, Adam Savage from uh, MythBusters. uh, I saw a a snippet of of an an interview he did with uh, Business Insider, and he was talking about cosplay. He was talking about how the fans are taking it upon themselves, you know, to to create these characters. He commented that it was almost a new form of fear that these these people in Mm -hmm. these costumes. initiate a narrative with other with people not in cosplay or with other people in mm-hmm. cosplay. Well, how do you feel about that? You know, it, 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 Theater well, I, has evolved and film I, has evolved. I agree
4: with that because not only on Face Off do they create a face and hair and costume, we also talk about when we're in our little sessions about how are you going to direct your character. Uh, is this a character that has to slouch or slump or stand tall or how? You're going to have to direct him in how to move because that's all part of the judging as opposed to coming out and standing there like this here. It kills you when you do that. I had that happen with the movie sometimes and with makeup tests. I always have to tell the performers, you got to move, you got to bring it to life. And so that's it. with the cosplay, with our characters we have, they have to create the whole being.
3: For people who want to get into the makeup industry, mm-hmm. for people who have a desire to be a part of it, what's a good place to start for them? What, you, know, where, other you know, other than schooling, other than schooling. Well,
4: no, schooling is. Uh, right. You have to have the schooling. Yeah. A number of the Face Off contestants now are working professionally. Yeah. yeah. They have. There's a, several of them that have stepped right out of, especially to the winners, mm-hmm. and have gone to work and been hired. Right. Uh, so uh, Face Off is a because we've done well over a hundred plus artists now have yeah, gone yeah, through it yeah. but uh, for new people that are interested the first thing is they have to go to school yeah, very right. difficult to learn yeah, at yeah, home on your own yeah. even with books yeah, you movies. need to be shown how to do it
3: well, lastly what projects other than face off might you be working on where, where can we see you uh, and your creativity mm-hmm.
4: yeah well with face off um, I finally asked oh. I started writing my memoirs in 2003 yeah, I, I, ha- I have a publisher mm-hmm. now and I have to have my writings to the publisher by November 1st. And then we start putting the pictures together and hopefully the book will be out next year. And I'm going to, for next year, for the anniversary, aside from coming back here to the convention, I'm putting an exhibit, Star Trek exhibit, into the University Museum in Santa Barbara. Wonderful. And we're doing a whole program wonderful. with uh, lectures and things throughout the three months that the Star Trek program's going to be uh, on exhibit.
3: Fascinating. Well, Mr. Westmore, thank you so oh, very my much pleasure. for speaking with us here on Priority One. It's a real honor speaking with you, sir, and look forward to seeing you again on yes. Face Off. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care.
0: Now, let's find out what happened this week in Star Trek Online.
2: Computer status report. Status Incoming message. I'm
3: only in the mood for good news
2: today. Story, story, story. It's all you guys ever want. Well, that and revamped exploration. Oh, and uh, revamped PvP. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, tell you what. What if they gave us revamped story, huh? Well, too bad. That's what you're getting, and you're going to like it. The Cardassian arc is getting a fresh coat of paint and some new pinstripes to bring it up to snuff with Cryptic's newer content, what I like to call their post-Atari horror period. Blog posts as of Showtime include the four-episode titles, Spoils of War, Through the Looking Glass, The Factory, and The New Link. These episodes will take the place of the previous Cardassian arc, so say goodbye to the following missions. Venture into Deep Space, Badlands, Suspect featuring Franklin Drake, War Games, Shut Down, Rapier, featuring flying around inside the wormhole, Forging Bonds, The Long Night, The Tribble with Klingons, featuring Tribbles, Tear of the Prophets, Crack in the Mirror, The New Link, hey, wait a minute. Uh, uh, Seeds of Descent, The Other Side, and Cage of Fire, which I will not miss at all. We'll have to wait for release time to uh, get more of the details, but they seem like they're slimming down the mission list and distilling the story down to just the essentials. Gone are the days of not enough things to do from levels 1 to 50. you going to miss any of those episodes? Do you remember any of those episodes? That's, I guess that's the real question.
0: Uh, no. Yeah. But, having said that, I've only got the one main tune. So I haven't quite hit that arc yet on my new KDF character that I've been uh, slowly leveling up. I don't... Of course, by the time that she gets there, yeah. they'll probably be the new one, it, so yeah, I will late. have it's, missed it's, it. It's too late. Yeah. I, do, I do kind of vaguely remember it being actually quite long.
2: Yeah, it was... This was back in the day, you know, I played these, you know was first out, you know, in 2011 or in 2010. God, how long ago was it? A long time ago. Anyway, when it first came out, I played them, and that one in particular was a bit of a slog. It just seemed like that that arc sort of dragged on for a bit, and there is a lot of stuff in there that isn't... It doesn't move the plot, let's put it that way. Yeah. So it's it's definitely time for it to... for <laughs> A fresh coat of paint is not going amiss at this point, let's put it that way.
0: No, and this is the last one that they said hadn't been revamped yet, so it was probably do it and Oh yeah. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a nice addition to the new season.
1: I think I'll miss Suspects because that one had a little bit of section 31 in it and had a playoff from that episode in DS9 where, you know, they were all in the holodeck. Yeah. Uh, I really mm-hmm. like that mission, so I'll probably miss that one.
2: Yeah, I I mean that was like in you know, one of those touchstone throwback ones. Yeah. Um to that uh, to that section thirty one episode where uh, Bashir, who I think it was Bashir the exactly. whole thing and then all of a sudden, ha ha it was all a dream. Like yeah. oh aren't those supposed to be the time travel ones where they hit the reset button? No, you can do it on the holodeck ones too. It's mm-hmm. okay. It, it's okay. Totally legit in the Star Trek to hit the reset button on the holodeck. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, that one maybe, but I Franklin Drake has his own thing going on. I'm sure won't be the last we see of him. I'll winners. I'll bet you a dollar that we see Franklin Drake in the revamp. He'll awesome. come in there and some. Don't take that bet. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Don't take that bet. That's rubbish. <laughs> conversion to the euro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what if it was a pound? What if I bet you a pound? Yeah, that'll work. That's, a, that's that'll like work, a metric yeah. dollar, right? Yeah. Is that like a metric dollar? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Something like that.
0: Uh, shall we move on to the new Hestia class? I think
2: we've milked that for about as much as we can at this point. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah. The Tier VI Hestia-class Advanced Escort was announced this week, and its stats revealed too much rejoicing. This Tier VI Escort comes equipped with a new special console and can unlock a new Starship trait at Level 5, Starship Mastery. The details for the fleet variant were released also. For those that don't know, the Hestia is an update on the beloved 3-in-1, ship-splitting Prometheus class, albeit heavily modified. While taking on the multi-vector assault mode properties of its predecessor, it is heralded as the pinnacle of starship design. Also coinciding with the release of the Hestia is a redesign of the Prometheus class Advanced Escort, and players with any variant of that class can use the new costume pieces for free. Just visit the ship customization window and choose the Prometheus template. The Hestia features a Lieutenant Commander Engineering slash Command Specialist seat, and generally boff seating favoring tactical, as you might expect. Weapons are an a four-three configuration, and it's also got four tactical, three engineering, and three science consoles. The fleet version goes up to five tactical consoles, but of course you will forego the Starship mastery trait. And don't forget the Escort standard, plus 15 to weapons power and plus 5 to engines. Ability-wise, this ship comes with the following package. Precise weapon systems plus accuracy, tactical maneuvering plus defense, enhanced weapon systems plus damage, devastating weaponry plus crit chance, and the starship trait, numerical superiority. Now, While slotted, you will gain a small damage bonus that increases as more allies target your targeted foe. The console-included high-energy plasma expulsors adds special heat sinks and particle exciters that allow the ship to vent a dangerous plasma fire, causing plasma damage to nearby enemy ships. While in multi-vector assault mode, the separate segments will all ignite simultaneously. Now The blog states that using Command Bridge Officer abilities will cause the fire aura to flare up and cause more damage. And to add even more, the console provides a bonus to plasma and tetrion damage resistance, as well as adding a small boost to weapon power. The console can only be equipped on advanced escort variants and in any slot. As usual, only one may be equipped. An important notice is that you will need the MVAM console from the Prometheus to separate the ship. Thanks to our wonderful Brandflakes on Twitter for this information. Also, spotted on Twitter is that the Hestia may have a two piece bonus. Mix both consoles on the same ship to get a plus to energy damage and crit chance. But as always, this information is subject to change.
2: Now, I may be a little out of date, but I'm pretty sure Brandflakes works for League of Legends now. Yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> but he's, he's 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 on the ball, I and mean, he's like, no man, no man. You need I know. Console, you got to have the console to separate. I know
0: it's it's Im- impressive detective work on his part, but he was right in there with the questions on Twitter, and that's a really good piece of information. I think some people might be drawn in to say, hey, this thing can separate, but mm, no, it can't unless you've got the console from the Prometheus.
2: The man's on top of his game, that's all I can say. I mean I know I know he logs in, I see his little thing fly fly across my screen every day. So I mean I know he's there, so he's he's clearly, clearly still got his finger on the pulse. Absolutely. So who's buying it? Uh My son Jim plays the game and he has the multi vector assault, so he might be interested in this thing, but I've never liked the thing. I haven't liked it, I didn't like it in the show, I didn't like it in the game, I just I'm not not a fan of this ship.
1: I, I liked it in the show I, I fell in love with it but I'm not too gamma in game I do have uh, the T5 one from the C so mm-hmm. I do have the multi-vector mm-hmm. I'm not too sure if I'd go for it it's, it's basically the same as my Defiant because yeah. I'm using the, the Defiant
2: it's like, a, it's like a Defiant with pets
1: yes exactly a like
2: Defiant with saucer separation
1: I hate having to lose a console to a universal console just to, you know, whoa, you can split the ship apart. Is it really that good?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like, a, it's like a it's like a it's like a fighter bay with less control.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's good. It's cool.
2: Oh, you're one of those people. Right.
0: Well, hey, I'm not saying I'm going to buy it. I, I mean, a, an escort type ship is probably on my list of things to buy, but I've only just bought my battle cruiser, so I'm not in a hurry to buy any new ships. But I have to say, it's cool. There aren't that many ships that get to separate in this game, and it's
1: cool. Yeah, it, it is cool. That's not the question. It's you know having to sacrifice one of your consoles to put that particular console in. It. I don't think that the return on investment is there
2: do, do you, now do you get some other things with it because like sets you know did they mention a set bonus for putting in their plasma expulsors and the separation console that I don't know
0: well th- this I'm not sure about yeah. this was I,
2: maybe there's I a think set bonus. it
0: might have
2: see now that sort of now I, the set bonuses I like on like my Odyssey right I don't necessarily like the saucer separation on the Odyssey, and I don't necessarily like the Aquarius, but if you put that and that and the worker bee things, you get a set bonus and your ship turns nicer. Yes. So, I mean, that that that, that can offset it. So if, if there's a set bonus for, for the two, which maybe they haven't released the details on it yet, because I think they said there's more to come, right? Subject to change?
1: Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: So maybe, maybe we'll find out more about a set bonus there, but yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Where's the Defiant? They need to redo
1: the Defiant.
0: Yeah, where's the 2-6 Defiant?
2: Was a Tier Six Sovereign?
1: I'd say that that ship is going to come with the release of Season Eleven because we're focusing around DS Nine. I'll put any money on that that is when T Six Defiant will come out.
2: You should bet me a pound.
1: I'll and bet you be, that be that'll either. be two pound.
2: We'll see. No, no, no. We'll see Franklin Drake, <laughs> and, and then and we'll see the Defiant. And it'll cancel out, right? And so then it'll be yeah, yeah right. that'll, that'll work.
1: Okay. Stop the
2: presses, extra, extra, read all about it, film at 11, and now you've heard the rest of the story. Insert additional news cliches here. If you just can't get enough Star Trek Online podcasting or YouTubing or twitching or blogging or in-tweetering or whatever, then you need to check out the new Starfleet Media Core subcategory on the forums. Anyone who releases Star Trek Online-related coverage on a regular basis is invited to submit their work to Laughing Trendy over at Perfect World. Upon approval, those productions will have posting rights to a specific sub-forum where they can notify the community that their latest efforts are ready for consumption. And before you ask, of course, Priority One is on there obviously. Links to the official invitation and the sub-forum will be in the show notes.
0: Yeah, I think this is a really cool development, actually, because there's a lot of stuff out there, which is great to see that there's such an active community behind Star Trek Online, and it's good to be able to go out, find one place where you can see what everyone else is doing and hopefully we'll get some collaboration in there and a little bit of people talking to each other. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, it's it's good to have it all in one place. You know, Priority One would post in general discussion, right? So if you'd have to, if you wanted to get notice of, of that or any other podcast to release, it would just get buried under all the other stuff. But this this is a designated place, and it's good that it's curated. That you know, Trendy can go in there and basically say, oh yes, they do release once a week. They have a long catalog and a, and a track record of doing that. It, it's not going to be a Abandoned, You know, it's not going to be, these things aren't going to go dead anytime soon. So it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing that they have going there.
0: And in other community news, a brand new initiative has just been launched for Star Trek Online, and it will need the help of every captain in order to succeed. Starting this week and running over the next two months, we will all have the chance to vote for what we think the next ship design should be. The first stage of the project is a single elimination tournament among eight ship designs. They're released in pairs, and players can vote over social media or on a forum poll for their favorite. By the time this episode of Priority One Podcast is released, we'll probably already be through the first couple rounds, but there's still time to get in on the action. We'll leave a link to more details in the show notes at PriorityOnePodcast.com forward slash PO241. Now, I'm not going to make any predictions on what's going to win. Omega! Uh, uh,
2: I'm not setting yeah, a bet see, on that See, this one. is the problem. I'm not because, setting no, a bet on this one.
0: Uh, no, I won't set a bet. And anything that we say today as we were recording this on Thursday is going to seem really outdated by the time it's published on Monday because... I am
2: wrong so much that I just don't care.
0: Well, and you never can tell with a, a community-based initiative like this because there are a lot of very vocal people who have made their opinions known. But actually, there's three different channels. So you've got Facebook... Twitter and also the forums there's a poll on the forums and you don't really know what the results are across all those three channels until the results come in so it will be interesting to see where this goes. I hope that it all stays civil and we don't get any like you know the sharks and the jets what?
2: kind of rivalries what? going on uncivil things happening on twitter and facebook I know, uh, it's surely ridiculous. surely you just no
0: but i uh, no, but you know there's already there's already people camping out on their favorite designs and we haven't even got who would the those people be elimination. <laughs> who are those guys know. they're weird um but, you know, there's like, you know, it's like a West Side Story thing going on, potentially. So hopefully that won't happen. I'm looking forward to seeing how this evolves. And if it's sort of a successful thing, who knows? Maybe we'll see more things like this in the future. I'm, I'm interested.
2: I, I kind of like this way better. And the reason is because the last time they did something like this was the design the Enterprise. That's right. And mm-hmm. that, yeah, that got heated, too, right? I mean, everyone yeah. had their, yeah. their things. But then what had to happen was even once the design was picked, it sort of had to go through more changes. You know, It had to be brought up to spec and you know, sort of modeled and, and uh, you know, sort of redone to, to meet what the, the engine could do and what they thought would fit with the rest of the cannon and to get CBS's approval. I'm guessing that all of the stuff that we see has already been pre-approved. So once you pick something, they've already got sort of the framework uh, approved at all the levels it needs approval from and they'll just be able to put it right in the pipeline. So I think this is probably a better way to do it than saying, everybody draw a ship and send it in. And, and I think you, you'll, our expectations will be closer to being met between the design phase and the actual implement, implementation of it. So I think this is probably a good a good way to do it. And I think the Omega is going to win because it looks like the Jupiter class.
0: I'm not going to get into it.
2: I, I know you're not, but I am. I'm already there. <laughs> uh- I'm, already, I'm already into it. I am. I am hip deep into it. And the best thing is... I will not be back next week to deal with any of the consequences. <laughs> That's the best part.
0: It's nice for you. Yeah.
2: You can, you can clean up my mess. It'll be great. Good luck. Okay. <laughs>
0: So I did want to talk about it because, Tony, you shared a, a link with us earlier a couple of days ago. Um, yes, And yes. I forget what the name of it is. It's Exastra.
2: Um, that, yeah, that's the one? Yeah, it's Exastra. A- it's a mm-hmm. Starship design sort of uh, website that's just kind of fun to look at. It's, you know, it's up there with Memory Alpha, I think, in terms of sort of canon, soft canon sort of references. And they had the Starship design guide there. There, there is, there was, according to this website, the Roddenberry design guidelines. Andrew Pobert, the designer of the Enterprise D, sat down with the Great Bird and got the gospel from the prophet himself about how these things are supposed to work. There are four points. One of them, I think, is negotiable. No, I'm No, I'm sorry. No, this is the gospel. Okay, this is you know, this is how it has to be. The,
0: but one, well, no, but one of them is slightly open to interpretation. Yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. So uh, the number one. Nacelles must be in pairs. Okay, uh,
0: This is the one that could be open to interpretation. Right,
2: because now, because technically, the Galaxy X has the three nacelles, famously. Now, th- technically, there are two pairs of two nacelles you can make from that. The top one and the side one. I guess three pairs. Top one and side, top, top one and on other side, and then the two on the side. So you could like turn one off or blow one up and still have a functioning pair of nacelles. Huh? Okay, mm. I don't like it, but I don't like ech. it. Well, I've never liked the the three nacelle thing. Anyway, number two, rule number two: nacelles must have at least fifty percent line of sight across the hull, meaning that at least half of the nacelle length must have an unobstructed view of the other nacelle. So, Voyager with the nacelles down in not warp flight would violate the rule, but then that's why they put the nacelles up. And then it works, so warp speed. Number three, nacelles must be fully visible from the front. That's because they have those bassard collectors on the front that's supposed to suck in deep space hydrogen, right? If you can't see it from the front, you can't suck in the hydrogen, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, number four, the bridge is located at the top center of the primary hull. Period, end of story. The bridge is on the top. If you're in the Navy, that's where the bridge is. Even on a sub, that's where the bridge is. It's on the top.
0: That's more just like a design standard, though. Uh, Most of the other ones have to do with sort of Star Trek science, though, don't they?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the bridge being on the top of the ship, that's just a Navy thing. Navy people are sticklers for tradition. I think if you ask any Navy guy, they do a lot of things that are kind of... I'm going to use the word pointless, and you're going to get a lot of hate mail for that. But I'm going to—I'm again—I'm not going to be here next week, so I'm going to go and use that word.
0: Thanks for dropping that in just walking. You're away. welcome. Nice. Anyway,
2: but the navy, navy. I'll uh, uh, let me rephrase. They're steeped in tradition. They do many yes. things because it's the way it is done. I will not put the Churchill quote—the famous Churchill quote—in here because you know I've already left one mess for you to clean up. But that, but the other three are sort of part of the, the Trekno babble of how warp speed works. So, uh, and, and so I think. You know, I think if you should, if you wanted to go through and really ignite some forum rage, one could go through the, the STO ship register and find all the ones where they violated the rules. If one were so inclined, that
0: would take a long time. I,
4: well, it, you know, how,
2: what did Al say <laughs> the spreadsheet was like? It was over. It's got to be close to 300 ships now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's got to be close. to, His spreadsheet's got to be Easily. 300 lines long now. So yeah, that would take a while.
0: That would take a while. Now, there were some in- other interesting points in that article that I particularly attuned to, especially concerning hull shape, because, well, you kind of look at it and my beloved galaxy class is the nice round shape, and of course, Constitution is that nice, you know, round shape as well. And then you start to evolve into more sort of triangular, etc., etc. Theoretically, the hull shape doesn't actually matter, because it's the structural integrity field that keeps everything in one piece. It doesn't really matter what the actual shape of the ship is, which is, I thought, a cool tidbit of information. They do mention, and these are all referencing the TNG technical manual for those of you keeping track, it's that a smaller cross-section of the ship will lower the required power of the navigational deflector, which makes sense. You you have to move... Less stuff out of the way, right. don't you? Mm. And the Galaxy class, of course, would be the near perfect example of this case, oh, of but you'd expect that being in the Star TNG technical, technical manual. manual. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so it's a, yeah. yeah, whether that's still true, you know, in the Voyager technical manual, yes. I'm not sure. Well, but, you know, the um, Voyager
2: with its angular hull and bendy warp engines, that's like the epitome of Star Trek warp design. So, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Sure. Uh-huh. What did yeah. the DS9 technical manual say?
0: I don't, know, I don't know pointy things are good for why do you need I a saucer
2: saucers yeah. <laughs> separate cells. fools <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what the, I'm sure that's what it says and that brings us to this week's community question what would be on your wish list for a brand new ship it could be a feature of the new Federation carrier that's in the works or something completely different
0: So patch notes this week were mostly cosmetic fixes. There were a few issues in the foundry, like adding the missing walkways to the ancient Iconia O2 template map. Uh, There were some pieces that got fixed in the Iconian outfit and recategorized a little bit so that they're more available on other categories. Several other things that were very similar to that. I won't go through all of them.
2: There were also a couple of minor issues resolved that had to do with the progression in fleet research lab projects. They result an issue that causing the Construct Personal Transwarp Transporter project to not be available for fleets that complete the Upgrade, Research Station Transwarp first. And they result an issue with the Krennan Bridge Officer vendor so that it properly requires Development Tier 3 to allow purchases.
0: As always, I would encourage you to read through the patch notes in detail for yourself. We'll leave a link to them in the show notes.
2: Again this week, in an effort to bring you some of the news and comments from PWE and Cryptic that aren't officially announced in the blogs, here's the latest comments pulled from the Twitterverse.
0: Samuel Wall at Swall Art retweeted Star Trek Online with regard to the design campaign. Been working a lot on this with at Laughing Trendy. So happy to finally see it start.
2: Ian Richards at STO Jam Jam says, Tomorrow the first stage of voting begins on helping us design a Starfleet carrier.
0: Thomas Maroney at Thomas the Cat reminds us, a note about the Prometheus revamp. If you have an existing MVAM, you'll have to take it to the tailor and apply Prometheus preset to see the new escape pods and material, but the new pods and material are available for all MVAM variants as well.
2: Jeremy Randall at Borkus Cryptic said, been getting a good number of Admiralty questions here. I'd really love to answer them, but we're going to wait for the dev vlog next week. Ooh. I am really looking forward to the Admiralty system. Oh, I yeah. loved the Doff system. I've always loved the Doffs. This Admiralty Doffs for spaceships. Digging it.
0: Eh, I'm not sure. I I reserve judgment, is all I have to say. No, I've already said like a- I love it.
1: No, I'm with Tony on this one, definitely, because it's like a play off the Doff system, and it's just so good. You know, you're earning stuff, and you don't even have to be in-game. All right, but now, now hold on. I believe
2: Kenna is has a thoughtful and reasoned opinion about this that we can totally reject for no good logic at all. So go ahead, Kevin.
0: No, well, the only thing is, I reserve judgment because it. I think it will probably be very good. I have a lot of faith in the development team, so I think it probably will be very good, and it will be helpful in order to get stuff. Whatever but. stuff it is that you're getting. But, but, potentially, it's an added layer of complexity that is just unnecessary and actually ends up being a barrier to newer players enjoying and understanding what's going on in the game. That's my 2P.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. Star Trek Online, uh, it, 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 as a corollary to the Cardassian Car- uh, revamp that we were talking about earlier, it no longer lacks for things to do. I mean, there really is too much. Used to could, back in the day... If you wanted to just sort of log in and check on stuff, you like send a couple of DOFs on your missions and hit the refine button for your dilithium if you didn't have a lifetime account, and you're done, right? You just check in, check out, you're done. Now, if I log in just to check in, I got to do my re- reputation system, I've got to do the R and D thing, and then I got to set my DOFs out, and then if I have to do vendor trash, I got to do vendor trash because the all those things give you stuff, right? Sometimes you get a console, sometimes you get a weapon, you know. You got to do vendor trash. I mean. There's a lot of stuff you gotta do if you wanna play all the pieces of the game. But you don't have to. You don't have to, though. You don't wanna doff, you don't have to doff. You don't wanna do Admiralty, you don't have to do Admiralty. You don't
0: have to. No, but it, is, it, but it is difficult to pull yourself away from that. Especially if you're used to just playing a normal, standard console game where you yeah. wanna get all the accolades and you wanna get all the achievements. If, when the game gets too big, you kind of have to separate yourself a little bit from that. So I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing it. I like I said I reserve judgment.
2: You are making me think I should forget this whole lawyer thing and go into some sort of psychiatric practice <laughs> for people who are addicted to MMOs.
0: <laughs> no, but seriously, I can fi- I find myself sometimes I stay up way too late because I just find myself going, "Oh, and then I need to do th- oh and I oh and I need to do that other thing. Oh, and I was going to do that. Oh, and I was going to" Those short time yeah. short
2: time mission replay. I got to get the oh spec point. I got to get my spec point.
0: Oh. Yeah it does take a little bit of sort of self-control to kind of rein it back in, but uh, and I managed to do that. I am an adult woman, I can do that.
2: And lastly, before we wrap up Star Trek Online news, here are some upcoming events to look forward to.
0: Don't forget, the featured episode Midnight runs through the 8th of October, and it still looks like there's a Dilithium weekend planned for the end of October. As always, these events are subject to change without notice, as we have recently learned. Be sure to keep an eye on the in-game calendar or keep tuning in to Priority One Podcast for the latest updates.
2: That wraps up Star Trek Online news this week. Now let's open hailing frequencies and see what's incoming. Message coming in, sir. Hailing frequencies. Open. See, we are getting to know each other.
0: Well, Admirals, we're at that part of the show where we open hailing frequencies for your incoming messages. Last week's community question was, what would you most like to see in the Cardassian Arc revamp? And what are your predictions about how they'll lead us into season eleven?
2: Ron, posted on PriorityonPodcast.com. I would love to see Garrick and Dukat voiceovers. Being able to explore Cardassia would be fantastic.
0: Sanox Skyrat posted on PriorityOnePodcast.com. Sela may have been the one who destroyed Romulus, but Picard was the one who sent her mother back in time, and he did so based on what Guinan said. So Guinan or Picard are the ones who are then responsible for the whole Iconian War? It's a great debate in our fleet. But me, always being the devil's advocate, asked another question. Who made the temporal vortex that the Enterprise-C went through? Us? Sela herself or another temporal faction sounds like a perfect thing for the temporal cold war i was actually really glad that he mentioned this because you could go down that road for quite a long way before yeah. you actually decide who was at fault for the whole business yeah because you know she shouldn't have been i mean she shouldn't exist really no at all shouldn't. Selah yeah um and then, if you're going to go down down that route, you know, should she have gone from? Uh, I forget how it all happened, but you know, okay, so Guinan told Picard to do something, yeah. but then you know, you could take say um, it's Q's fault because of the Borg and the something else.
2: Mm-hmm. You can go down
0: that route a long way. No. At the end of the day, she fired the gun. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Personal responsibility—that is a good, yeah. good angle to go for him. But uh, I've actually given this some thought. And Uh I am sorely tempted, sorely tempted, to do another Foundry series about it. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
2: Because I think I know who done it. Wait, wait.
0: I'll clear 2016?
2: Yes. Your uh, calendar? No. Actually, it'll probably take me most of 2016 to write it, because then it'll take you all of 2017 to play it. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, following my previous release schedule of the other series... All right, fine. Everybody get a drink ready. Overture. Okay, there you go. I'll take your drink because yeah. I always say it when I'm on here. Uh, but, yeah, it, I'm sorely tempted. Sorely.
0: Good. You're penciled in.
2: All right, good. Tobias, LTF, posted on program, podcast.com. Cardassian Embassy leading into playable faction, free T6 upgrades for my galore class cruiser, and pretty much what Ronda Santa Skyroot said. On a side note, what do they intend to do with the Anorax Timeship? I personally believe that the ship, whose purpose has now been fulfilled, is too dangerous to leave in any one faction or alliance's hands. It should be destroyed or dismantled so no one group or evil subset of a faction can get their hands on this very powerful weapon. He's
0: got a point. But then again, there's about a thousand of them flying around now. So yeah, really,
2: yeah. Oh no, no, I'm sure they've just unplugged the dangerous thing and they wrapped it up in tape. Like, don't put that plug back in. Yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> you don't want to like do that, that.
0: Yeah, it's that yellow and black tape going. Right. caution. You know, yeah, caution. Warning. Police line. Yeah, caution. Big, yeah. yeah. I'm
2: sure exactly. everyone will be respectful of that.
0: That is a rock solid solution.
1: It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, like they said that. We're going to have to deal with time travel, so it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do with it. This is a good Yeah, point. and is it... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Ha- my question is, has it been permanently converted from... Because it was the whole removing things from the time stream, now it's been converted into the time portal thing. So you, do we think that's permanent now? That we can't go back?
2: Hmm, let's see. We'll have to plug in a new plot device somewhere. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to do the plug we just pulled out of that. We'll have to plug in a new plot device uh, into that right. plug. You know, we'll, we'll cut the caution tape off and we'll plug
1: a new device into that.
0: The thing is, I think we're just going to have to deal with the fact that now now that. Um oh, geez, what are they called?
1: I don't know. What are you talking about?
0: The guys, the Krenim, geez. The oh, city. yeah, it's they're like the literally little... right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My question is, now that we've got the Krenim back into our time stream and they've got the schematics and we helped them build the timeship, they could just build more. So I don't think we can just get rid of it because you'd have to destroy everything and the Krenim know how to build it. It's
2: What if we use the timeship to territory. wipe out the Krenim? And then they wouldn't have ooh. to build then, But then they wouldn't have existed so they couldn't
1: help us build it. E- Paradox. There you go. I have a headache.
0: Coming in 2018 <laughs> a new foundry series
2: in the meantime we should probably move on to something dependable like feedback from yeah. Sean Newboy
0: I think that's a great idea yes. Sean Newboy posted on priority1podcast.com wonderful show everyone I think they will release the new episodes the mirror event modified and then drop the new season and it will involve the gamma quadrant Ooh, I hope so
2: bold prediction sir Hmm. Star Chaser posted on priority my wish list for the Cardassian arc revamp if the current remake includes content from Cage of Fire please god no Please do the ground part right. Boff pathing is terrible in the current episode. In some way, keep the Tribble with Klingons. Either leave it in its current arc or move it to the Klingon arc. Bring back Karen Andrews, DS9's executive officer from Second Wave. I hope the Tholians will be introduced in some way, but then again... The current Federation Cardassian arc has several enemy factions. Cardassian Trueway, Alpha Jem'Hadar, Mirror Universe, Pa and Deen Klingons, and Dominion. You might even consider Section 31 as antagonistic factions. The number of factions we face should be trimmed a bit. I think that's what hopefully they're gonna do. I mean, they're yeah. cutting jeez two thirds of the episodes. So yeah, I, I think they're gonna streamline a little bit.
0: Yeah, we like the streamlining aspect of that. Yeah. Hmm. Jonathan Towery posted on PriorityOnePodcast.com, It all looks great, but I wish they would have changed or removed the mission of Bajor. I love that Stowe is not all about pew-pew-pew, but... When we engage in talkie-talkie missions, I want them to be more engaging. I feel like that mission could have been more streamlined. Great show, as usual.
2: Speaking as an author of missions that have been accused of being talkie-talkie, I I see your point, but as long as... As long as Star Trek needs to be Star Trek, there's got to be some of these missions where you sort of learn stuff. Mm -hmm. Of Bajor, might be able to use a bit of editing, maybe, here and there, but I don't think they need to cut it or streamline it. It needs to be available for people that want that that deep background.
0: Yeah, because let's not forget that, actually, there are a lot of different players across a lot of different play styles, um, some of who actually enjoy the talking more than the pew-pewing.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Bajor is, it's an anomaly uh, uh, in the Star Trek online catalog. It, it's, there's no way around it. It is a very, very different episode. But it's a little, it's, it's refreshing in its own way to know that this team has always tried very hard to take care of the canon. And yeah. you know you don't get to see some of that because it all it, it winds up on the cutting room floor. You don't understand that in the writing process, this particular relationship or scene was sort of cut back for time concerns or whatever. But they didn't have they didn't do any of that without Bajor, It's all there, and yeah. it's a rare it's a rare thing. Each week, our social media channels are busy with your thoughts, opinions, and suggestions for the show. Please keep them coming. Reach out to us on facebook.com forward slash Priority One Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at priority One or shoot an email to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com.
0: Well, that wraps up episode 241 of Priority One Podcast.
2: Before we go, here's a reminder of this week's community question What would be on your wish list for a brand new ship? It could be a feature of the new Federation carrier that's in the works or something completely different.
0: Admirals, you know we love hearing from you. Let us know what you think of the show and submit your responses for our community question in the comment section on our website, on our Facebook page, or with a Twitter reply.
2: Be sure to catch our episodes every Monday morning by pointing your podcast catchers to feeds.priorityonepodcast.com and stay in touch with us throughout the week by following our social media websites. Head over to facebook.com forward slash priorityonepodcast and give us a like or check us out on Twitter via at one. You can even join the Priority One podcast chat in-game. Just type forward slash channel underscore join space Priority One.
0: Admirals, we want to thank you for your ongoing support of Priority One podcast. Thanks to our patrons, we've already hit our monthly running costs. And thanks to Geek Nation Tours, we were able to bring you on-site coverage of the 2015 Star Trek Las Vegas convention from our own table at the convention hall.
2: And don't forget to tune into Priority One Productions' Guard Frequency podcast at guardfrequency.com, covering the ongoing development of Chris Roberts' upcoming Space Sim Star Citizen. If you like this show, then listening to Guard Frequency is the logical choice, and it's a pretty good show, and you should check it out.
0: The Priority One fleet is recruiting, and there's never been a better time to join. If you're interested, just shoot us an email with your at handle, and we'll be sure to send you an invite. The email is incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. And now you can become part of our Klingon Fleet Division, Warriors of Priority One. Today is a good day to join.
2: Thanks to the entire team behind Priority One Podcast for their ongoing, dedicated, and consistent contributions over the years. Including our executive producers Elliot and Elijah, our audio engineer Michael McDonald, with audio assistance from Brandon Parker, Jake Morgan, Day Post, and James Calvin. Thanks to our graphic artists Romulan Ale and Jason Smith. And if you enjoy our comics, the creator of our comics series Jonathan Towry can be commissioned at Towry Designs. That's T O W R Y Designs. DeviantArt.com.
0: Thanks to all our bloggers and their managing editor L. To our foundry reviewer Jake Morgan. To our video editor Jerry Tillman and to consultant Midnight Shadow 7 of Hollowsweet Media for supporting this show. Thanks to the composer of our theme music, Chris Watts. Thanks to our syndication partners, Subspace Radio and Trek Radio. And most importantly, a big thanks to you, the STO community and our listeners because without your ongoing support, none of this would be possible.
2: The, Card- the Cardassian Arc is getting a fresh coat of paint and some new pinstripes to bring it up to snuff with crypt... crypters. I'm doing all guard frequency stuff. It's not cryptic, it's cryptor. Crypto cryptor, cryptor. This is Tony with Squawk Box. Okay. These episodes will take... Pl- the, pl- the
0: While taking on the multi-vector assault mode properties of its predecessor, it is heralded as the...
2: <laughs> well played. Well played, and she stopped cold. I didn't even
0: knew it was there.
2: The pineapple of starship design—it's
0: spiky. It is heralded as the pineapple of starship design. Bits, pine of starship
1: design. <sighs> Excellent.
0: Mm. Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, hey, Winters, that would be a good place to put in the cricket chirping. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You now, know about sound our we done with that one? Yeah. I guess you beat we beat that one to death too. <laughs> we beat that one. Don't worry.
0: We'll talk about ships again in a minute.
2: Okay, good. We'll beat that. At, no, yeah. We'll beat the, we'll beat it to death some more. Okay, here we go.
0: Yeah.
2: Where they can notify the community of they it's going so well, so well. until yeah. just
1: then.
0: Going so well.
1: Lost it near the end. Yeah, I just yeah, Do I know, just. You know, just I was thinking
0: away. in that what we desperately need for the beginning, take a note of this, Winters, is like a bee dee dee bee 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 kind of like at the beginning. Oh, yeah, there you go. All yeah, right, right, okay. Yeah.
1: So that and crickets. So whoever's editing this part, just, yeah, what can I just Do said? that. Do that thing.
0: <laughs> the thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that way Winters doesn't actually have to take a
2: note, <laughs> which would be kind of archaic in this 21st century online global production we're doing right now. Yeah. He's taking notes. <clears <clears <throat> Funny. Okay, where was I? Oh, yes.
1: You were <laughs> near the end.
2: Yeah, right near the end, <laughs> almost to the end, where have,
1: where this long
2: blooper wouldn't have existed without. It. Okay, beep beep. Start uh, Priority One. That's the name of the show, right? Okay, Priority One was always.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: Well, in other uh, community news, uh, a brand new initiative. I'm going to do that over. Yeah, I'm there's a lot like, of us uh, there. You're like uh, not sure uh, this was
2: happening. I think we're going to have. Some I think news. maybe something beep. is beep. doing. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> beep. And <laughs> beep beep. Oh, dearie me, I'm not. I'm not. Oh. More drink. Beep. Beep. And an, oh, I have a. I have a drink actually. Well, take a drink. Shout out to the Balvenie.
2: The Balvenie Caribbean Cask is a beautifully rounded edition.
1: To the Balvenie family of whiskies.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, that's good. No, no, no. You don't glug this stuff. This is the good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that. Mm. And another... Oh, I, I was yes! doing. I was doing. No, I do this
2: to Jeff all the time oh, over God. on Garfrey, but see, I, I tie when he's just about ready to start up again after a screw up, and I go say, "Go, Jeff. Go." <laughs>
0: Wow, this guard frequency show sounds like an amazing show. It really
2: is. It's a lot of fun. We should have you on sometime. Uh, it's a pretty maybe. good show. You should check it out. <laughs> yes, it is a pretty good show, and you yeah. should check it out.
0: Okay. Can I go now? Yes, you can go now. Gonna... I won't do it. I won't mess okay.
2: up anymore. I promise. Okay.
0: <laughs> and in other Star Trek Online community news, a brand new initiative has just been launched for Star. That, that's too much. I'm gonna start. We,
1: that over, we didn't sorry. even do anything. I didn't I say a word. It's I kept my promise. As all of you is I'm my witness, I promised no, I wouldn't mess because... her up.
0: <sighs> it's because I have too many Star Trek Online. I mean, I know we're talking about Star Trek Online, but I don't have to say it every three seconds. I
2: almost called this podcast Star Trek Online a second ago, so you know, it's <sighs> totally
4: fair. Okay.
2: The <coughs> Galaxy X. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Could you die <clears throat> quietly? <sighs> okay.
2: You don't want to beat that up somewhere? We could beat this one up for hours.
0: I know we could do, but um, you got I think at some point we ought to move on. It's late too, isn't it? I got places to be.
2: Like, probably bed. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like 11.30 or 11.45 there. Okay.
0: It's 11.45. Okay. No, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm, I'm in the home stretch. I got like half a scotch left. Hey,
2: hey. Well, whoa, 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 I think that we should... S- time is irrelevant. The level of scotch <laughs> left in your glass, that's a real clock. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to this week's community question. I'll do that again. Just <laughs> yeah, we're laughing. Okay.
0: <coughs> and finally, uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about the release notes this week. Uh, I'm just to die a death over here. It's and good. not
1: finally, because we have tracking the devs.
0: And not and also not finally. So <laughs> beep beep. <sighs> I'm not good at ad-libbing. I miss Jace. <laughs> There were also a couple of minor issues resolved that had to do with progression in the fleet research... La- I didn't... Oh, for God's sake. Beep, beep.
1: Take <sighs> a breath. Take a drink. Take a drink. And take a... Go again. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Sling. Smooth, soft, and lingering.
0: There were also a couple... <sighs> Can I go now?
2: Yes. Okay. I promise also- I won't interrupt you. I don't know about him.
0: Then something magical happened. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we told you to take another
2: drink. You'll relax more. You'll be more trusting. You'll fall yeah. for it. Okay, <sighs> sorry. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Uh, there were also a couple of minor issues that had to do with progression. Pro- oh, for God's sake. There were also a couple of minor issues that...
2: You <sighs> know You know term. what? You know, me what? Me? you know what? I got this. I got this. Boom!
1: That's how it's done. Oh,
2: you're welcome. No, that was Cook. so good. I'm, it's not late here. That's the thing. I'm still fresh. You know, you're. Oh. you're it's. It's. It, you know, the the crickets are out where you're at. You know, the, the kids are in bed. It's all quiet. Yeah. You know, I'm still. I, I still got some juice left in me.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> so do you guys do like an intro here? Or no, no. Just, just say. Well, you do. I just it's Just to, it
0: yeah. Well you don't have to say that. You just say again this oh, okay. week. Blah blah
2: blah. So, but, so can um, I, to, it's can, hard. Yeah. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I'm practicing. Does <Is> it work? It's good. It's good. Okay. It's okay. Good. All right.
1: <laughs>
2: okay uh, that
1: wasn't awkward so, uh, uh, at all. Sorry. And, and, and lastly,
2: so here's the. Oh, okay. This is the event. Okay. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna intro, and you're gonna tell the event. Okay.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> beep beep.
2: And lastly, before we rack up, rack up, rack
4: up. <laughs> before we rack it up. Ooh, right. Eight ball quarter. Bracket. Rack 'em
0: up. This is Kenna closing sink one.
2: This is Tony closing sink two.
1: This is Winters closing sink three. Oh, I like
2: that. That's great. (laughs)
0: Um, Shoot. (laughs) Hot diggity. God. Closing in three, two. Well, that wraps up. Thank God that wraps up.
2: (laughs) What the hell happened there? She's really relieved this is all over. That's what happened.
0: Oh, I'm so relieved we're nearly there. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, that wraps up episode... Shut I'm up! i sorry, I'm reading the chat. Don't. I-, I just had to hide it. Okay. Well, that... Oh, for God's sake.
2: It could be a feature of the new Federation character. Character. Be sure to catch our episodes every Monday morning by pointing your podcast catchers to feeds.priorityonpodcast.com and stay on touch with us. I didn't like how I said Priority One Podcast there. So I'm going to do that again. I'm not going to screw that up. <sighs> forward slash. Sh- beep beep. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> forward slash <Okay>. channel. up! <laughs> Four slash channel you underscore can g- do
1: it.
2: <laughs> You know I'm glad I'm the only one here who's being totally professional throughout this entire <laughs> recording session. I, I don't know
1: how you people even manage to get one of these done every week. I'm like oh. <laughs> You could you could hear there every time you were trying she's like You could do it
2: slash channel underscore join priority one
0: you forgot the space <laughs> god damn it
2: <laughs> beep beep shut up wait I should say shut up then <laughs> beep, beep. Okay.
0: That's the Scotch to, like, talking to you.
2: Silent laugh. Easy. Because I didn't easy. want to mess easy. you I was
0: trying to not mess you up. Okay. Admirals. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> this ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I know it. She's going to go. I think she's gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm staring at my model of Captain Picard. What would Captain Picard do right now? He would tug his shirt down and he'd get on with it.
2: And don't forget to tune into Priority One's. Uh, Priority One Productions. <clears throat> you guys do it weird here.
1: You do it weird and there. And don't
2: forget to tune into Priority One. Shh! My god! How can I possibly get through this if you're going to interrupt me? <laughs> Did I get that right?
1: I actually have to put one extra name in there. I just realized.
2: Yay, it's not my fault. Yeah. Screw that.
1: For the first time this show. <laughs> All righty. <clears throat>